You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and my loyal co-host down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Hola, que paso, Massey? Oh, nice. A little, little Spanish there. Too bad I can't speak any other language because I'm an ignorant American. Bilingual, yeah. You recognize it's Spanish, though. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah, you should have seen me. We had a couple of pieces at work come in that were French, and the titles were in French. And I Ooh. thought, I thought I was on Mars. I was like, oh boy. Like, oh, the, the piece is called like Le Bleu de de la Chance de Lisison, and I was like, what? How many vowels is in that? I think that means the blue cheese. Oh. Well, certainly. I'm sure the French make blue cheese. <laughs> a side tangent before we get to sports. Um, I was having you look, this. You look good. This, sorry, this is the most crystal clear. I think we're we're getting. Um, I want to do. I want to do an apology letter to the to the fans on Instagram at some point about the audio sometimes. But this is the most crystal clear I've seen you, which is great for me. That's yes. not, that doesn't really help the fans, but it makes me feel better about myself. Um, but hopefully the audio is going in the right direction. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for a microphone. Yes. Um, you know, we'll see where this gets. We'll see where it gets us. The um, what I was saying about the French, I was like, the French don't have. Oh, the French. Yeah, yeah. The French don't have. I mean, okay, again, apologies to the audience. What we get, we're figuring this out. Back to the French, because I'm not done bashing the French yet. But they have. Everyone's like, oh, French cuisine, this French cuisine, that, and I'm like looking mentally going over my cuisine french cuisine and it's like it's basically farm food they're the best farm food people they eat foie gras and and are good at eating snails and and everything else is butter and pastries so i didn't yeah, i was so like cheese and cheese it's like okay you want cheese in that wine yeah like y'all are good at farm food but you think of like like thai food and you think of all the ingredients and it's like and it's like specialty and it's particularly this or particularly that, you know, noodle based dishes, rice based dishes, curries and French are like, yeah, anything that I find on the farm is just covered in butter and it's delicious. Massey, you're what the French call les incompetents. No, nope, see, don't even know what that means. Not even insulted. Oh, Not from, even insulted. Oh, it is. When Kevin's just getting barraged. Oh man! I think it means incompetent. Incompetent is what I what I have always gazed from that. That's what you took away from every Christmas that you watch Home Alone. You actually looked <laughs> no, it up, you just, didn't every, you? you? I watch it three times a year, so I always peel the onion back and find a new new favorite quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh, let's round it out. It is it is hopping in Jackson right now. The people's market's going Ooh. off. We're recording on Wednesday. This other crew needs to get in there and record their show. They have a guest. We're trying to be nice and and hurry hurry along. Um, there's Shakespeare going on in the fishbowl, like out there by the bar in the Center for the Arts. Uh-huh. Everyone's giving me a weird look when I'm walking through their set. Or not their set, their costume changing spot. I'm like, hey, it's just me, your friendly well, DJ, just trying to make it to the, the front door of the station. And I just walk with blinders <laughs> on and just get in here as fast as possible. Wait, is that stu- stupid? I mean, awesome sculpture still in the fishbowl? No, no, there's no more sculpture out there in the the yard. You mean? 
the progress. Uh, the people's the people's market is is there, and the people market's got a good vibe. Not quite the Jackson Hole live vibe, but they got a pretty good vibe going on out there. Everyone's in their straw hats and overalls, and and maybe you see a a, a nice sundress, and everyone's looking like they're ready for some fresh fresh radishes and leaves. And I oh, ate a, the only thing that didn't have a line was this uh, organic natural foods. I don't know. Made made. I bought some cookies and a muffin that tasted like every Cliff Bar I've ever had. So pretty dense food, but it was good. Mm, were they French? I think they were from Idaho, if I had to guess. <laughs> Listen, it's the France, of, it's the France of America. Yeah, the, I mean everything around it, everything that's oh. valleys French rendezvous, gross yeah, venture. That's true. That's true. What's the thing? The really nice um, starts with a C. That like here people. It's a beautiful lake in Idaho. It's kind of far away. Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Is that French or is that is that Italian? Uh, I don't know, but there are a bunch of um, people that are off the map, so to speak, living off the land, and they don't take kind to uh, anybody else but their own genre, so to speak. That's true. And as the French are, they're pretty impatient. And they're also kind of kind of catty in that way. And speaking of Italy, because they all have gout. They won the Euros. Oh, let's talk. Let's talk about. Uh, it's not coming home. It's going to Rome for for a brief second. The uh, they, the Italians won in shootouts, and that's talking soccer. That was great. Good job. And um, the, uh, well, the non the non the non French Canadian team did not win the Stanley Cup, so. France, you know, it's going through a little bit of withdrawals. Can we talk? Okay. I I heard this at at the at the soccer arena in the famous field that it was played in. Um, that's about as much as Wembley. I think that's right. They some like five thousand fans paid off some of the guards and they broke through, so that they like slipped them a bunch of money and they were like, "Yeah, get in here." And I was like, "That's awesome." Pounds, man. Pounds, Massey. Pounds. I said money as a general. I knew it was something different, <laughs> but so I generalized Currency? it with money. It, they gave him some gold bouillon, some treasure there. <laughs> at the, yeah, <laughs> they they vented him some Bitcoin and they got in there in a breeze. I love it. I love it. Um, so speaking of, speaking of the Grovant, is there a, is there a fire update? How's Hillary doing? Everything cool? It's very smoky in the valley. Um, mm. California is Sunday. really on fire, like double the amount that they usually are at this time of the year. Idaho is on fire quite a bit. There's a couple of little ones here locally, but I haven't seen anything. Again, it's so smoky. I can barely see the mountains. Um, but we're downtown smoke. If you look at the smoke map, we are in the darkest circle. There's a bunch of gray circles that, uh, go up in likeness or not likeness in whiteness. And then in the epicenter is a dark gray, and we are in the dark gray circle. Pretty smoking today. That's what sundresses will do for you. The uh, yeah, no the um, and it's funny. I was like, well, we should just all wear a mask. And 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 Hillary and Hillary said, well, no one would do that. And I was like, we just did it for a year. <laughs> we just did this. So I mean. If someone's like, "Hey, if you breathe in smoke for the next three months, you're gonna have asthma," and I'm like, mm, "Yeah." Either I'll stay inside because I'm hurt and can't do anything and blame the smoke, or I'll just wear a mask if I actually go venture outdoors and go do something sweet. 
everybody has been practicing, but you never know with the summer crowd if they're going to want to do the mass. If you know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think they're fans. I've heard some comments of like, I love that. <laughs> I love Jackson. You don't have to wear any mask. Back home and name whatever. <laughs> insert large Texas Ew. city from. They're like, they make us whoa. wear masks. Or maybe hey, not whoa, Texas. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know. Wherever they're yeah. from, they're like, we're still wearing masks. Because yeah. you have a lot of people that didn't get vaccinated, and we all got vaccinated. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Just No, you're, just you're right. Along. Texas, I was just messing around. Yeah. Um, so let's – oh, it's, it's worth mentioning it. Uh, the, the over-under on Bison Gory stands at 1.66. It's been quiet the last couple of weeks since the <laughs> – since the Michigan woman got flighted over to the Eastern Idaho Medical Center, we have the bison have calmed down a little bit. Every now and then, Mother Nature likes to be like, you know, you're not in charge. You can't I, treat me like yeah. this. And I do, the, I do have a question. Actually, I was going to ask. There, I heard that there's a there's a moose a moose calf that's going to be euthanized because of a car incident. And I'm thinking there there's there's blood in the water. Oh, going to be retaliation. Mother retaliation. Nature. Mother Nature's wildlife, like wildlife. Mother Nature Mafia, Wildlife Mafia. I like to think of it's like a scene out of Lord of the Rings where all the trees meet, all the like the different varieties of trees. In fact, all the all the animals meet, and they're like the bear talking with the bison, and the and the moose are are talking with the wolves, and they're like, "Hey, y'all fed up enough?" And the bear and the wolves are like, "We can't eat people; they'd come after us." So the bison and the moose are like, "We'll take it from here, wolves." Well, hope, hopefully the birds are in cahoots too. They got they got eyes on whoever hit this moose, so they're all talking. They're all talking. Yeah. Everyone knows. Um, also, the Torons of Yellowstone announced that uh, July fifteenth is the Ooh. bison petting contest up in Yellowstone. So we'll see how that goes. See if the number uh, fluctuates uh, <laughs> later this week. But let's huddle up. Oh it man. Is- we're gonna, we'll have three, but we'll have three by Sunday. I'm, I'm liking this weekend. <laughs> liking it. Uh, four <laughs> categories. The good news of the week, Big the movement. critical number of the week, something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week. I'll kick it to you, trainer. What is your good news? Uh, I've got I've got two. One is um, Luca. Luca, you heard of Luca Doncic recently? Yeah, he's going to be on the. Uh, NBA 2K22 cover, and my question for you, Massey, do you still game? Uh, no, I do not. Not in a. No. Not since I got swirled for losing in NHL hockey in college a couple of times. There were some. There are some <laughs> rules that I had to lose a six nothing or, and uh, I did that a couple of times. Got swirled, and I was like, you know what? I don't think, I don't think gaming's for me anymore. I'm, I'm sorry you got bullied, man. I took uh, my, my second like one, a man. <laughs> I, know, I know you did. My second one, speaking of man, your, your beard's already back and you were clean shaven a week ago. Um, Urban Meyer is being subpoenaed. Oh. The Trent, Trent Balky case. I'm unaware of the Trent Balky case. Can you explain that to the me and the listeners? It's the guy you – uh, yes, you actually you told it to me, but it's it's some Iowa strength coach who was like a racist yes, that yes. he hired under the radar. Yeah, so just to just to uh, just to bring it back to you know for the fans out there of the show. Yeah, so Urban Meyer is getting back in trouble. What's he being subpoenaed over though? Hiring him? I think the hiring of him and what went down, or his name is attached. Uh, in the case with the the controversy surrounding this Trent Docky guy when he was at Iowa and when he was being dis- uh, discriminatory, discriminative, discriminatory, 
I, I really do think that Urban Meyer at this point has protocol when it comes to getting subpoenaed. He's like, he hands his wife his phone, and his wife grabs his phone, goes home, rips out the hard drive, uh, f- and then throws him in the pool, <laughs> and then puts him in the garbage yeah. disposal piece by piece. That's probably true. Mass or Massey, uh, just just equated you to Tom Brady. Tom Brady did that with Giselle. Giselle took out that hard drive from that the Deflate Gate phone. Oh, really? I didn't even realize that. Good for her. Ride or die. What a wife. Ride or die. Be. I would. I would just be going straight to jail if I had. If I had a criminal enterprise and my wife was in charge of covering it up, I would be like, "Forget (laughs) it, honey. I'm just going to go to jail. You're not going to do this anyway." She could throw it in some fire somewhere in the wilderness. Nobody will find it. Okay, maybe I'll start my criminal enterprise that way. Like, hey, when you're carrying forty (laughs) pounds of gear, do you mind carrying another thirty? And throwing it in the fire when you get there. Uh, my good news of the week. Uh, I have a couple as well. I saw the Stanley Cup got dented. And I thought that was a great, great scene. Uh-oh. People are partying with the Stanley Cup. I'm sure that thing's been dented before. So I was like, all oh, right. Yeah. These guys are having a good time. That makes me happy. Uh, my second good news uh, of the week is I'm out of my arm brace. Sort of. So yeah, I'll put out of my arm brace. Sort of. Now you have the TB12 TB12 pad. Yeah, I got something. I don't know. They promised healing qualities of it. We all sat down and had a got out a Ouija board and made sure this thing was going to heal my shoulder. Um, so I'm in a much more subtle arm brace I wear underneath my shirt. And people that I've that known I have had shoulder surgery have slapped me on the shoulder twice today because they don't have the visual of the brace. And I remember them saying you would want to wear your brace in public because people will hit it. Like it's yep. like a magnet. Yep. And I was like, yeah, right. And I'm going to go home and ice this thing again. When I get, when I get out of here on the way to studio, I saw some people slap me on the shoulder. I was like, this is not, this is my fault. This is not your fault. This is my fault. Yeah. This is kind of, um, kind of what I was thinking during the, when people were getting vaccinated, we need little patches to go on our shoulders where we got vaccinated, that's what the same thing you needed for your surgery. You don't have to sew it onto a shirt, but, you know, just some sort of temporary sticker. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hill said the same thing. Uh, she's, she's a nurse, my wife, the nurse and firefighter, um, got vaxxed first. And so she went through all the stages of getting vaccinated before everyone. Of uh, and, I, I don't, and I don't mean, like, the side effects or whatever. I mean, I'm more meaning, like, the I don't have to do this anymore and I don't want to do this anymore can I get some sort of pass where I don't have to do this anymore? And I was like, yeah, why not? Maybe I should just wear, maybe I should just, maybe I should just color one of my sleeves red in about three shirts and just be like my well, left sleeve. Go, uh, don't do it. You can go, you can go Ronald McDonald as in always sunny and just go shirt, just go sleeveless all summer and just have it like obvious, more obvious. It's not I, that you I don't know, have anything to it, impress it, anybody over there. You know, I don't have any guns. So might uh might go against my favor. You know, first yeah, time yeah, I, first you, time I go sleeveless, I want to be you know jacked, and that doesn't happen because I don't work out. So so sleeveless, I think, is out of the uh, out of the out of the question. It's a good thought though. Thanks. Fair enough. Uh, what is your critical number of the week? Uh, mine's twenty. 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 How As old? in the days. Oh, sorry. Go for it. How old? What? No, 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 no. I and t- days till the uh, pro d- pro bowl game, not the pro bowl game. The pro bowl game. hall of fame <laughs> game. <Is that> right? <laughs> hall of fame. Oh, 
Hall of Fame game. Uh, no. Eh, it might be. Might be right. That's that's not bad. 20 days since, and maybe till, uh, but 20 days since Fast 9 came out, and I have not seen it. And I got two questions for you. Okay. Jesse, have you seen it yet? Have you gone yet? And number two, are you taking Hillary on Friday night to see Space Jam 2, A New Legacy? I have opening night. I've balked at a couple of movies this summer. Mortal Kombat being, I was very excited for Mortal Kombat. And then I realized you had to buy it. And I was like, I'm just a cheapskate. And I had to download HBO. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Good, good move, HBO. Almost, you almost pulled off your marketing campaign against me. Um, Wasn't worth it. And that's so sad. And I haven't I seen a fast, I, I haven't seen a fast and furious. Whoa. Uh, since Paul Rudd exited, <laughs> exited our lives. Not Paul Rudd, excuse me, Paul Walker. Paul Rudd's dead? Paul Rudd's <laughs> this dead? Is not, this, Paul Rudd's not dead. Cannot confirm that, but I'm pretty sure that the, 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 the taping of this episode, it is not dead. Cancel your, tw- cancel your tweets. Cancel your tweets. Paul Rudd's not dead. Okay. No Thoughts and prayers <laughs> to Paul Rudd and his camp if, in fact, by the time this airs, he, he does die. Uh, okay. Yes. So, Fast 7, Fast 7, Paul Walker, uh, last, last, so Fast 8. Fast eight's not that I mean, you haven't really missed anything. Fast Eight was not that great. It was Charlie Stern with a terrible bowl cut and a submarine and ice, and it just it didn't have Paul Walker slash Paul Rudd anymore. So didn't like took a little bit out of it. Didn't like The Rock catch a torpedo on some Arctic ice. He got fired. Oh really? Remember? He became the Hob- Yeah, the Hobbs and the Hobbs and Shaw or Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw is they had to do the. They had to splinter off a, a side series because him and Vin Diesel feuded for so long. They feuded? Oh, yeah, yeah. They hate, they hate each other. Why? Vin I Diesel's they, jealous of, them, of, of that Rock is yes. now the muscle man of, of Hollywood? Yes, and I heard The Rock doesn't think Vin Diesel works hard enough, so which is, which is pretty funny. <laughs> that, that does not surprise but that's what me. Because The Rock's yeah, work ethic is ridiculous. The man doesn't no, you sleep. Can't compete with that. No, can't yeah. compete with that. What was your What was your critical number? Twelve. Tom Brady again. Twelve wins. UVA's football season. Terrell After Pryor reads schedule. Ter- <laughs> I got talked myself into double digit wins while we were <laughs> off here. I was like, I think I think ten is. I think we can do ten. Um, oh. That's so sad of me to say. Look at the expectation rising as football season comes, and then we open up with William and Mary, and we lose the opener. I'm, I'm just going to cancel all. Anyway, 12 wins, Terrell Pryor once back, reinstated by the NCAA from his, what, 2010 season? Is that right? 2013 that season? In, yeah. Was that Urban Meyer's first season? Oh, shocking. No. Yeah, it can't I mean, I be. think it was. Oh, was it? No. Um. Remember, I'm on it. remember this when uh, Terrell Pryor traded some game jerseys for some tattoos and they like vacated their entire season. I'm, I'm addressing the general public now, but do you remember not caring at all? There's no call and yes, response with remember- the public. It, that that question is directed towards you. It was, um, yeah, we need a hotline. No, I mean that was oh, what was his name? Sweater vest guy that was before Urban Meyer and it, Jim it was Dressel. it was laughable. Yeah, Jim Tressel. Well done. Um so it was Jim Tressel before Urban Meyer and the tattoo gate thing was so silly. And it's funny how we have come a decade and now finally you can, you know, get away with 
get away with a little bit here. You have like a, a Raising Cane sponsorship or, you know, the Teton Sports Talk sponsorship. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll dish out some INL money. We'll dish out all of it that I make. I'll give you my whole paycheck. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, kind of you. yeah, let's watch those. Your mics is going in and out, but, um, I think it just solved itself. What is your, what is your stuck on for this week? Uh, the, I, I actually kind of liked what was going on with the MLB, but they're going to drop the seventh inning game, um, the seven inning games when they're double headers. And then they're also going to take, take away the extra inning runner on second. And I, I mean, the seven inning game thing I get because it does kind of mess with ba- too much, too much of baseball purists of a regular season or sorry, a regular game being nine innings and not a little league game, which I get. But I think the extra runner on second was a great way to kind of wrap things up in, in extra innings and not make, make people stay at the ballpark for seven hours. Are they going to get rid of the shift? I've heard rumors about that. Um, I don't know. That's I feel like that's too much tinkering, but it's, it's, it's always possible with, with, the way, with the way baseball is, is commissioned. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. I felt, I, well, maybe just because it was COVID and – the season was shortened. The double headers went to four, 14 total innings. But right, whatever. Baseball surviving in advance, surviving, yeah, for another live to play another season. Like these guys playing 160 games. Like how long does baseball really need to last? Was that too much? Forever, Masson. Forever. Did you did you actually watch the uh, about 13 to 20 hours of the home run derby and the all star game back to back? No. Um, Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead. I'll skip my. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. My quote or question of the week is Can you explain to me the home run derby? Because there are so many rules now. I don't understand. I thought it was just big man hits ball really far um, over and over again until he doesn't hit 10 home runs and it lands in the field somewhere. So what is it now? Oh, it's very confusing. I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know how much time we have. We got the. We got people waiting on us, so it's too much to explain. Like just like everything in the '90s during our childhood, it was more simple. It was a simpler time. Wait, so is I heard there's like a three minute, three minute at bat with a thirty second bonus, and then they can call a timeout somewhere yeah, sure. in the three minutes. Is that right? Yeah, you get like one timeout for like a is it a thirty second timeout? So you can kind of be strategic and you're feel like you're going to wear down towards the end of it. And, you know, you need to go on like some, you know, 10 home runs surge for the last 45 to 60 seconds of your round of that round, you're hitting home runs. And there's, yeah, it's very, it's a little, it's not, I'm sure it'll go full circle back to being more simple someday, but right now it's a little wonky. Okay. Well, but people like it. I don't know. I just don't really care about the all-star. I, you know, all, all the pro bowl, all-star game stuff. It's not really, it's not really my thing. No, no. And, yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch one. Imagine that. I didn't watch one one second of it. Imagine that. Um, so let's go back to my stuck on and and it's uh, Brooks and Bryson's beef. A little golf Ooh. here, right before the 149th Open. Wes would be proud of me. Shout out, Wes. It's nice alliteration there. Um, and the Open stands for British Open, UK Open, the Open Championship. The open, the, I like the UK Open. Uh, the Open Championship slash the British Championship. So it's kind of like the the people in the golf world say the the Open Championship, 
Yeah. And then people and then the normies just say the British Open. Okay, well, so let's let's just categorize ours as our uh, fan base, the normies. Besides you, West, thinking about you, miss you, love you. Um, so, so I got I got a little. There was an article going through the history of their beef, and I thought it was very interesting, but also petty, but also very interesting. So it all started when Bryson said some comments to Brooks about the body issue that Brooks did. Yes. Um, and then they confronted each other after Bryson DeChambeau, after Brooks said something about Bryson and Bryson yelled at Brooks's caddy and Brooks was like, what? And so went over there, confronted him. They said, let's just bury it. No, no reason to get the press involved. They're going to sniff it up. Yada, yada, yada. But Bryson on his Twitch stream while playing Fortnite commented and said, Brooks doesn't have any abs. I have abs. Brooks doesn't. The body issue was a joke or whatever. And that's when Brooks got wind of that, and that's when the beef went back on, and Brooks said, it's back on. So Brooks just takes creative shot after creative shot at Bryson's camp and Bryson, and Bryson's just not ready for that smoke from Brooks Kepka. I love that golf has this. I love that I'm caught up in the pettiness of professional sports of a sport I don't like. <laughs> uh, I like. I appreciate your candidness there, Mr. Zeman. Um I would say I do like you call it Brooks Brooks what do you call it Brooks and Bison beef Brooks and Bryson beef body beef yeah so Brooks and Bison body, yes that's brilliant body beef yeah so the ad thing the thing that I noticed most about Bryson DeChambeau during the match is he takes things so literally and he just can't lighten up at any moment Phil Phil was trying to poke him and just have some jokes and he just kept everything he he comes back to he thinks everything is is like there's no sarcasm in the world so i like how you know brooks is obviously kind of a man more of our uh sense of humor he seems taste. like more and, more of a, i don't know how to say this like a guy's guy that can sit around like yeah. you can you can bump into brooks at a bar as a, as a joe schmo like ourselves and like say something witty and he'll probably like chime in you know whereas bryson bryson would be like blinders on at a bar and and no fun to hang out with does that make any sense and bryson looks like yes he's just so soft and has never been in a locker room in his life yes kind of like earlier when you were you're saying you don't want to go sleeveless because you're not feeling that you're jacked enough your biceps aren't big enough i would disagree but also if brooks myself were to go up to massey slap you on the shoulder and say look at a little flabby there you you massey would sit we'd laugh and say ha ha Bryson would say, "Actually, I did 400. Um, I did 400 curls this morning." Or something. here's here's a Twitter video of me doing it, so I you so you know. Yeah. Bryson, that guy, and his and his hat is so dumb. Whatever sponsorship gives yes. him that dumb hat, he should have said no at the beginning of that because that's a dumb looking hat. I think that's still that's still a Puma. I'm pretty sure. Hey, is it? Is, Don't quote me. What is this? It's a Fender. Um. Where are we in this jumbled up? Your quote slash question of the week. In your sleep, you're getting. Sorry, let me start this. <laughs> All right, yeah, your impression. I thought it was off to a good start, but continue. In your sleep, you're getting it. In your sleep, you and your missus, it ain't over. That's got to be a Conor McGregor, I broke my leg and still going to fight quote. I was we should talk about you, this. If it was either a completely inappropriate death threat against um, 
the oh man the other fighter i'll just call him the other fighter yeah <laughs> the other fighter that's all right life. that's the depth of knowledge but, we you you get here on teton sports talk yeah or it was the the uh a trailer quote from taken four but yes you got it you got it right on the nose and so um it was a little it's a little disturbing but and so was the so was the video i didn't didn't watch the fight but the video of conor mcgregor just like dak prescotting himself by Yikes. going backwards on his foot it's funny that okay, two a couple things about this, but it's funny that he has the ability to continue playing the heel of the fighting world after he's just snapped his leg in half. You think that he would break character and be like, "Uh oh, I don't know what my future is." Instead, he he just doubles down and says, "I'll be back," and I'll can't wait for the rematch. He's just addicted to a the spotlight, b the money, or. Uh, see the attention i don't know like or or he just likes to fight maybe this guy just likes to fight because when you look at the arena it feels like a big fight feel but there's nothing on the line because conor mcgregor is not competitive in his advanced age and everyone's saying that oh he's gonna retire after this i don't think so as long as he's selling sold out sold out arenas and getting all that money from the tv contracts like what is there to stop yeah that's the that's definitely the problem with it. Uh, it's Dustin, Dustin Poirier. I think it's the name P O I R E R. So I'm going to pronounce, pronounce it Poirier. Um, you know how I do with French. Yeah, just, so unless this yeah, guy's Irish. Yeah. No, actually you're right. He is. He's, he's Cajun. So that makes sense. That all, that all checks out. All right. Um, it's much like the, the Jake Paul, the, the, you know, the, the era we're in where you don't really need to actually put on a good fight. It's all about the hype videos and everything leading up to it. And just you know, get, getting a following and crushing crushing the money part of it. Jake Who cares Paul, about the actual substance. Jake, I was talking about this uh, today. Jake Paul fighting makes sense. Like he hasn't convinced me I'm going to buy a buy one of his fights and purchase it and give him money. Not not saying I'm like I just don't feel like it's going to be entertaining for me enough to watch him fight, but there will be a certain point in time when he challenges someone who's competitive and has a chance to beat him. And I was like, yeah, I'll go watch someone beat that YouTuber's ass. Like I at that point I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I'm like, can this guy beat up Jake Paul? Does he have a chance? Sweet. I'm freaking in. This guy was a YouTube video <laughs> video blogger before anyone else was. And he got enough followers and enough haters to be like, I want to see this guy get his face punched in. And I'm kind of falling the category of like, all right, I can see some some YouTuber's face get punched in, but not until it's it's going to be more than a fifty percent chance. I, yeah, totally. And I think I mean, where does McGregor go from here? I was trying to think of a famous athlete in any sport who just kept putting on a going past the prime, putting on a show, and it's kind of something that only really happens in UFC, boxing, or pro wrestling. And I feel like you might have a better since you're a huge. I mean, did Steve Austin ever get to this point where he just passed his prime in wrestling? It, it just kind of his act um, is old. No. And he can't really do anything in the ring anymore. Steve Austin had a bunch of injuries that, that it, he finally hung it up, and now it's like killing it with Tide commercials. But I would say if you were, were to point right. to professional wrestling, I would say Ric Flair is the prime example of that because he went from – what, That's a good point. The WWF to the WCW, world heavyweight champ, back to the WWF – Played the villain role, played the good guy role, played the lovable role, and then he like faded out and he got into some of the more obscure wrestling federations like ES 
fu or whatever it is and he's like yeah cutting him not cutting himself in a in the way that cutting yourself sounds like he's cutting himself like professional wrestlers do for for uh the audience for the showmanship and he's doing that at age like 65 you're like it this party is ended right like we're done with this rick flair you don't have to do this anymore i think i think the best example i can remember recently is manny ramirez in baseball manny being manny and people just being like, all right, Manny, like, it's not funny anymore. You're not producing at the plate. And then he just, like, got relegated and sent to my, the minor leagues. Then he went to go play in Japan or somewhere, or Korea or somewhere. And then he was just done. So I feel like McGregor, he needs, he, McGregor needs to, I don't know, move into backyard wrestling soon. I don't know. Conor Con- Con- McGregor, like, he's, he's a high school dropout turned plumber turned fighter. He got into fights over like some soccer beef he was having and decided to train to be a fighter. And at the birth of the MMA, he was the biggest personality and was able to punch everybody in the head and knock him out. So like he yeah, I don't know. It, like this guy is not gonna bow out. Like he just likes to punch people in the head. Yeah. Sure. Um, I have compl- I have lost track. Are, do you have another quote or question, or is it my turn still? Um, no, it's your turn. I just had the one. Um, I had, can you explain the home run derby, but here is my other question. Why is USA basketball losing? They lost back to back, uh, to Nigeria and Australia USA basketball in my brain. When I went to Atlanta for the 1996 Olympics were, was invincible. Yeah. I was in the arena and Allen Iverson showed up with three seconds left in the fourth quarter and the place went nuts sports moment. I won't forget. Um, I, why? Why? Well, why are? Why is USA basketball losing? I don't understand. That would have been. That would have been a great. That would have been a great question on Tuesday, Massey. But they just beat Argentina, so I don't see what your problem is. My problem is losing any game when you're the United States. <laughs> invented. <laughs> invented have, basketball has the has the biggest. Okay. Australia's. Have you seen Australia's front court? Have you seen Nigeria's back court? What is you know? Just come on. P- give KD some credit. Not at all. No. This is. <laughs> What I think with I think what uh is probably in USA's disadvantage is the fact that they're not calling the defensive hanky panky calls that they call in the NBA mm-hmm. and they don't really understand on how to manipulate the game anymore when they're used to being able to manipulate refs to get to the foul line. Instead they're having to play a little like more what am I trying to say? Like pick up basketball, street basketball style. Defensive, aggressive, yeah, aggressive street, yeah. Yeah, like a street little hoops. Yeah, street hoops. Sorry that you've forgotten how to play in the backyard, but this is backyard ball, and I think it's going to be a good lesson for these guys. Yeah, Kevin Love, talking to you. Kevin Love is old. Should have been retired <laughs> so years ago. Yeah, speak, yeah, speaking of Rick, Rick Flair's and Conor McGregor's, why is Kevin Love even on this team? Um, yeah, I, his maturity, I mean, you jerk. Whoa, this always this always happens. Um, it's not that much different than when the you know the Cowboys pump themselves up to be a great team and they go zero and two and then the, you know the headline is zero and two are they lost? I kind of feel like Team USA usually they did have a, a couple weird years where they didn't even finish in the top three and then they got a uh, bronze and it was a huge a huge problem. But I think even those years where they not the dream team years but the Braun and Wade, Dwayne Wade, and those years, uh, Kobe, they definitely still had some hiccups at the beginning, but went on to grab gold. 
All right, so you're you're going to go ahead and say Team USA gold. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Team USA versus the field. I'll take Team USA. All right, I like that too. I'm a Patriot. <laughs> I'm a Patriot man. All right, these colors don't run. Uh, so we're uh, anything anything left for the the huddle? Because I was going to go ahead and talk about. Richard Sherman, which I'm sure everyone has read the headlines about, and I've and I've done Are a you? little digging, and I don't want to, I don't want to uh, misconstrue anything, but this, I want to explain the Richard Sherman situation and my understanding of mm-hmm. the sequence of events in my tiny brain, how they worked, and reading reading one article and making a guess on it. Sure, man. Go ahead and do it. Oh, so you're gonna let me dig my own grave if I if because you're scared? I'll do it. I thought you wanted to. Yeah, you I know. Read I think we should it. clear the air with Richard you're a, Sherman. I'm you're a big. You're a big. You're a bigger Sherman fan. You love it at Stanford, so you go for it. Yeah. So he is known for being an outspoken guy with social social justice warrior. He gets charged with a whole slew of things with domestic violence, criminal mis- mischief, burglary, DUI. Uh, I don't know, leaving the scene, destruction of constru- uh, of, of property, yada, yada, yada. And I don't mean to diminish any of the charges, but the charges seem to be by the book. So Richard Sherman goes over to his in-law's house. He's banging on the door. He's acting, uh, I don't want to call it erratic, but he's, he's he really wants to get in. Um, the police get called. Because it's his in-law's house and they're related, they call it domestic violence. Therefore, he gets booked under domestic violence and he's not allowed to be released. Um, his wife comes out and says he nobody was hurt, no one was even harmed. He wasn't. He didn't even gain access to the property. Um, then the police noticed that his car was severely damaged, and they were investigating a like hit. He hit like a construction siding or something those big concrete mm-hmm. barriers i'm pretty sure that's what the article said and fleed the scene um and the and the way i and of course he got mouthy with cops so they took him away and here is my iteration of the story because no one got hurt there doesn't seem to be any real violence it only charged with domestic violence on a technicality and based on all of that only only the knowledge i know here on wednesday evening Seems like he had a really bad night. Seems like he got drunk, wrecked his car, was like, oh, crap, I need to go go somewhere safe. Whatever his in-laws, everyone was asleep because it's 2 o'clock in the morning. He's like, I got to get in this place before someone sees my car. Police get called. He gets mouthy with police because he's Richard Sherman, uh, and they take him into custody. And that's yeah. how, that's how I see it. And they just – tried to bury him under the bus with all these charges yeah it went pretty it went pretty quickly i was, I was gonna say it sounds like a uh a friday night for robert downey jr in the, in the late 80s but um for richard sherman it's out of character uh, yes from all yes yes he is he's very outspoken but he's always kind of outspoken in a good way you know he's he was anti um you know anti Goodell, which i love he was you know outspoken with the players kneeling and having the right to do that. He was outspoken against the, um, 
the scab refs they brought in when they wouldn't pay the refs enough money. So he always kind of has good things. He has important things to say, which involve the league, which involve, you know, racial discrimination and, you know, players being appreciated and paid and, you know, concussion um, and, and then the health, you know, the mental health of players in the long run. So I definitely respect Richard Sherman. It does sound like he had a bad night. And I, I would say that since nothing actually, the domestic violence seems like it was just, the, it, it seems the, like protocol to when, me. Yeah, exactly. It was like violent, like violent in nature and definitely not violent, like physically or anything, which is kind of what you usually always attribute domestic violence to be. Yes. So I'd say for now, hopefully it'll just fizzle out and um, it'll go away for him. Yeah. I, he just seems like an outstanding character. You know, he, maybe you don't agree with yeah, everything wanted, he's saying. I the ca- yeah. Maybe you don't agree no, with no, his I message. Mean, not all the time. I think 10% of the time I'm like, eh, but I'd say 90% of the time I'm on his page. I want, I wanted the, I mean, I wanted the, uh, after I saw this, I was like, well, wasn't that long ago. I wanted the Cowboys to sign him just to have some veteran old school leadership in their secondary or even on their defense. And, you know, obviously it puts a, it puts a little bit of a, a strain on that now, but. Yeah, you're right. It does put a little strain on it, but I just, I just don't, if, if someone reads past the headline and you get the public statement of no one was touched, no one was injured. Uh, he got drunk and wrecked his car and was trying to seek refuge in a house in his in his in laws' yeah, house. Billy, that that all, all of those yeah exactly all of those things add up to me where my logic would say the same thing. Oh man, I don't want to get a DUI. I'm going to go over to the closest place I can get to or where my kids are. Maybe I need to make it home. I'm out too late. I've made a mistake. Um, I didn't, he didn't like Jim Beheim anybody <laughs> hit someone. No. He, he hit like a construction barrier. There is literally no one hurt in this entire scenario besides the cop's feelings that he mouthed off to. <laughs> well done. So like, I, I don't see Richard. He's not a villain in any, in any part of, of my brain. Um, that is all I got. Unless you want to talk about Kawhi partially tearing his ACL. Oh, Friday headlines, Friday headlines. Real quick. We've been waiting. These guys, with these guys have been waiting on us. They've been patient. I'll apologize to them later. What is your Friday headline trainer? Uh, last week, just always want to be held accountable. Unlike Skip Bayless, uh, drew holiday to score 30 and with eight assists, he ended up with 17 and seven fail. Uh, Diakite to play 10 minutes, another coach's DNP. I, I don't understand Coach Bud. I think he's an idiot. Um, this week, I'm going to go. That was a big fail. I think I'm 0-2 I'm the last two since predicting Chauncey to go to the, to the Blazers. Um, I'm going to go with something fun here. The, the uh, As Massey mentioned earlier, the British Open or the Open Championship to the purists is starting on Thursday, or it did start if you're listening to this on the radio, on 89.1 KHL on Friday at 2 p.m. Um, Ernie Els, the Big Easy, yeah. Phil Mickelson, the Hefty Lefty, formerly not so hefty anymore. Um, they're both 51 years old. I think they're going to both be in the top five on Friday overseas. And Els won the 2012 and 2002 British Open. Phil won the 2013. So there's a little bit of that, you know, when you want to see the old men winning on. Yeah. They're both 51 years old. Did I already say that? And they're both 6'3". They have a lot of things in common. 6'3", 51, both won a British Open, both old. And I'd like to see them both be in the standings top five Friday. That's my prediction. My oh, headline. Dang, dude. Um, 
I like I like all of that. I can't remember what I predicted last Friday. I can't even tell you what I ate for lunch today. Um, I was probably wrong last Friday, so sue me. <laughs> um, more than likely, I mean, I got the best one right. I don't. I could be wrong for the next year. I predicted Coach K was going to retire for six weeks. So boom. So everyone just get off my back. But here is a prediction. Ben Simmons yeah, is openly on the trading block for the 76ers, and I think the 76ers will trade for Malcolm Brogdon. I have no idea his contract status over there in the Pacers. I know he got, he's getting paid $80 million over the course of maybe like five years, and he's only like three years. This might be year three of his contract, year two. They trade for Malcolm Brogdon, which basically is Ben Simmons with a jump shot. I like this, but – yeah, I'd, I'd like this. I'd love to, to break down how that trade works more, like what do the picks look like for each side. But I, I think it's something that could definitely happen. I mean, I would love to have – I would rather have Brogdon, obviously, even without the – I mean, everybody hates Ben Simmons now. And I, I was actually going to ask you if he was playing for Team Australia, but that's a, that's a different question. Um, everybody hates Ben Simmons now. He's the worst player in the NBA. So his trade value is down. But it's, you know, what does what do the Sixers demand back from the Pacers with Brogdon in terms of the Sixers would get picks back with Brogdon because Brogdon's still considered less talented. But, you know, I, myself and yourself, we'd rather have Brogdon. So I think, every like, co- I think every coach right now would rather have Malcolm Brogdon break than Break that Simmons. trade down. Every coach, yes, I think every coach would. Every fan and, like, NBA ranker would probably – poo-poo it but i yeah i mean that's a, that's a great i like that i hope that happens and malcolm brogdon let's just don't forget his rookie year he dumped over dunked over lebron james like dunked over lebron james guarding the rim so yeah and he could coach where doc rivers has shortcomings as a coach i think he does i think brogdon could be the be like his, his cp3 but even younger yeah i mean player coach we just just start pumping malcolm brogdon highlight reels out there and then just see See if we can get the, the national Sixers? national media attention to the Sixers. Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey. Yeah, exactly. Morey. Sports fans, that is all the time we have. We got another crew coming in. They are new to the the podcast of KHOL Realm. Um, I wanted to give them a shout out, but I forgot what their name was. But I'm sure their show is great. Uh, we have a shared space in here, so allow us to bow out. Trainer, I appreciate your loyalty. Jackson, I was gonna go ahead. Listen to your tape, but I just kept on living my own life. <laughs> Jackson, that's it, and that's all. Up in Pocahontas, in the cranberry glades, ain't got bars nor the charge to call her anyway. Bark like hounds, I focus on my breathing
I think about tobacco juice and mason jars of shine. I think about the vices I've let take me over time. I recall when I was a baby, I didn't need nothing around but a little bitty rattler and the universal sound. I close my eyes. It was all so clear. It was all right then. It was all right here. I focus on my breathing and the universal sound. Yeah. 
small girls were the evening treat. Empty cartridges and bloodlines, the gooders of the street. Men were shot down for the sake of fun. Or just to hear the nose of their 44 cons And there's fire on the mountain Lightning in the air Rolling them hills and it's waiting for me there Now my widow, she weeps by my grave Tears flow free for her man Shot down in cold blood by a gun that carried fame All for you send no good wordless claim And there's fire on the mountain, lightning in the air Rolling them hills and it's waiting for me
Got me sensier. 